0: The reason you can never actually get there is because God's standard is a perfection, guys. Glory to God, you see, uh, because we serve a perfect God, the standard of God is perfection, but because this perfect God loves us with a perfect love, glory to God, He does not require you uh, to perform perfectly. No, all that He requires of you, child of God, is that you put your faith in the one who's already performed for you perfectly. All that He requires of you is uh, that you put your faith in uh, Jesus, you see. And so the reason, I believe, that you need the Holy Spirit to truly understand this gospel of grace is because the gospel, guys, is so in opposition to every single religion or philosophy of the world. They're all based on what you got to do. But this gospel of grace, guys, this gospel of grace, the wisdom of God, is based on you releasing your faith in Jesus. Glory to God, you see? You see? And so this is why the Holy Spirit is always going to point you to Jesus, because the Holy Spirit is always going to remind you that you are the righteousness of God, simply as a result of your faith in Jesus. The Holy Spirit is going to remind you uh, that you are uh, God's beloved, simply because of your faith in uh, Jesus. Are you guys tracking with me? And so, the wisdom of God is Jesus. In fact, the, he, he says in the first chapter here in First Corinthians, he says that Jesus is the power of God, and Jesus is uh, the wisdom of God, you see. And so, how do we hear from God? It's always going to come. He's always going to speak to you from the perspective of grace. Now, what happens a lot of times is, you know, sometimes people have a hard time discerning God's voice because... You know, he's he's speaking to your heart. Now, what happens is is that sometimes we can hear something in our heart, guys, and then what happens is we we, we try to filter it through our mind, right? Uh, you know, you, you 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 try to filter it through uh, the conditioning of your mind or through your religious upbringing or whatever the case may be. And so, this is why it's important for us to be renewing our mind in the Word of God. You see. In, in in the word of grace. In fact, the purpose of us renewing our mind in God's word is so that we can attune our minds to be able to hear from God more clearly. You see, you see, God speaks to your spirit. But what happens is your mind is kind of like a tuning station, and so the more that you're tuning into His Word, the more you're going to be on the correct channel, so to speak, in order for you uh, to be able to hear the broadcast that God is sending to you. You see, you got to tune into uh, the Grace Channel. You see, if you're always focused on the stuff of the world, if your mind is filled with the stuff of the world, glory to God, what happens is uh, that's going to block you from being able to hear from God. And so, you you want to be tuning into uh, the Grace Channel by by tuning into the Word, by doing what you're doing right now. You're tuning into this Word of Grace, you see. And so in addition, what you want to do is you want to have your daily quiet time where you're just kind of tuning into the Word. You know, you're, you're meditating on the Scripture or, you know, you're praying and you're just having some alone time with God. And in that alone time, what you want to do is you want to practice your listening, you see. You see, it's a very good thing that when you pray, to take a moment and just listen and say, Holy Spirit, what are you speaking to me right now? You see, remember, he said, you hear his voice. Glory to God. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. You just got to listen. You got to tune into the proper channel. You see, Glory to God. Now, the Holy Spirit is crucial, like we said, when it comes to understanding the grace of God. Why? Now, if you've listened to last week's Bible study, you remember that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. And that the Holy Spirit actually imparts the grace of God into your heart. Um, in fact, look at Romans chapter 5, verse 5 in the King James And then I want to look at also Romans 8.16 in the New Living Translation. Romans 5.5, King James. And then I'm going to read Romans 8.16 in the New Living Translation. You see, because, because again, you want to have the correct perspective and understand that grace is supply, supply, supply. And so because God loves you, thank you, Lord, God loves you independent of your performance. You see, you might be missing it. In in some areas in your life, guys, i got news for you. All of us are a work in progress, right? But you see, God's love for you is not based on your performance. No, God is always going to speak to you from the perspective of his love and grace. Now, of course, there is correction. You know, in fact, here's the thing about the Holy Spirit. Uh, The Holy Spirit will always be speaking to you from a place of possibly conviction but it's always going to be conviction without condemnation you see you see you might have had something you know that happened and you're like man you know i could have handled that better you know i was stuck in traffic dude and what happened was i just kind of you know started quoting from the book of cuss man and you know next thing i know i was making all these confessions from the book of cuss dude and and uh and i just really don't know what happened man but you you know it was powerful so maybe that happened and now you're saying man what happened you know <laughs> and so what happens is holy spirit he's not going to condemn you but you know he's going to obviously you know he's going to say well yeah you know you you can have, you can do that better you know i i i give you the ability to do that better but he's never going to condemn you he's just going to give you the conviction you know and and, and then what you got to do is you got to receive his love you got to receive his grace You have to say, thank you, Lord, for your finished work on the cross. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Lord, thank you that your blood cleanses me from all unrighteousness. And you say, Lord, help me to do better next time. This is how your relationship with God is to work in this new covenant. Look what he says here in Romans chapter 5, verse 5. He says, and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. This is awesome, guys. By the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. And so the very first thing, one of the first things that the Holy Spirit does when you get born again. He sheds the love of God abroad in your heart. You see. You see, and, 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 and again, grace is supply, supply, supply. And so everything in this new covenant begins with what Jesus has already done. You see, you as a new covenant believer have the ability to love in a way that is beyond just normal human love, you have that ability. You know, we we might not always be walking in it, guys, but you've got the ability. Why? Because the Holy Spirit gives you that ability. You see, you see, we are called to love others, guys, because God first loved us. You see, you see, Jesus said, you know, He said, uh, this is He said basically what what the commandments of the New Covenant are. It was believe in Jesus, and then Jesus said, uh, love one another. You guys remember that, he said in in, in John's Gospel, he said, love one another. Now the thing about this is, guys, is that your love as a believer is not based on your natural ability to love, just your natural ability alone, but it's based on the love of God that the Holy Spirit sheds abroad in your heart, you see, you see. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you about the love of God. You see, now somebody says, "Well, Alex, I, I'm not experiencing that." Now, friend, what you got to do is—is is it goes back to your mind. You see, what's happening here in your spirit—it's already taking place. Holy Spirit, if you're born again. Holy Spirit is in you he's taken up residence on the inside of you his love is on the inside of you now if you're not walking in it or experiencing it it has to do with your mind you know it's the unrenewed mind and so and so our task becomes you got to believe you got to you got you to believe right guys remember this in this new covenant right believing will always lead to right living Whereas wrong believing will always lead to wrong living. And so you got to believe. By faith, you just receive it. Thank you, Lord, for your love. In fact, say it, say it out loud, loud right now. Say, I believe that Holy Spirit is at work in me right now. Type it into the chat if you're watching your live. Say, the Holy Spirit is working in me. Say, God is working in me. God is working in me. God is working in me. You see, He's already working in you. And so... He's shedding his love abroad in your heart. And so, the more that you align your thinking with this truth from the Word of God, and one of the ways you can do that is by meditating the Word. Biblical meditation is you mulling something over in your mind. It is you considering something intently. It is you muttering it. It is you confessing it. It is you speaking it out, even. And so, and so the more that you do that, one of the Holy Spirit's functions, guys, is he's going to make the word of God real in your heart. He's going to reveal it to you. He's going to make it real to you. He's going to give you a revelation of it, and that is how transformation takes place. Are you guys tracking with me? Look at Romans 8:16. How does the Holy Spirit speak to us? What what is he witnessing? What is he bearing witness? to us of. Now look at this in the New Living Translation. Romans eight sixteen says, For His Spirit joins with our spirit, watch this now guys, to affirm that we are God's children. Child of God, the Holy Spirit is bearing witness to you right now that you are a child of God. You see, you see, you, you might be walking... You know, through a challenge, and and, and you're wondering, well, is God with me? Holy Spirit is the one who's reminding you God is with you. Not only is God with you, you are His child. You are His beloved. And so, He speaks to you from this perspective. Again, the more that you tune into this through His Word, the more you're attuning your mind now to be able to hear what He's speaking to you. You see, you're tuning into the proper channel so that you can pick up the broadcast that's already going on because he's already speaking to you. You see, say out loud right now, God is speaking to me. Type it in, into the chat, guys. God is speaking to me. And say it by faith. I can hear the voice of God. I can hear the voice of God. Amen. Praise God. Now look at uh, St. John chapter. 16. Let's look at some more things here. And uh, some of the things that Jesus has um, was saying here about the Holy Spirit. And uh, oh, I guess I, I thought I had the timer running here. Um, that's interesting. Sorry guys, I just noticed I, I think I did not turn on the timer actually. So I'm just trying to see where we're at in terms of the time. I think we got a few more minutes here. I'm just going to go for a few more minutes here, trying to not keep these Wednesday Bible studies for you know too long. But um, anyways, uh, uh, Saint John chapter 16. Uh, I want to look at what Jesus said here, starting in verse 13. Saint John chapter 16, 13, uh, and. Let's look at it in the King James and then in the uh, Amplified Bible. Uh, glory to God. And guys, I pray that this is a blessing to you and that this is ministering to you. Amen. Guys, God is so good. Now look at what he says here in verse 13. This is Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come. Stop right there. Child of God, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. You see... You see, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So he ministers to you from a place of grace and from a place of truth. Now, guys, how many remember that the Bible said that Jesus was full of grace and truth? You see, the Bible said that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And so what I want you to notice once again is that grace and truth go together. You see, because the truth is that grace really is the truth, the unmerited favor of God. Jesus, the person of grace, he's the truth, amen? And so the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. He's the spirit of truth. And so Jesus says, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. This is awesome, guys. He's guiding you. He's guiding you. Sounds to me like he's speaking to you. Say out loud, Holy Spirit is guiding me. He's guiding me into all truth. He says, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. And so the Holy Spirit, he Speaks not of himself, what does that mean? It means that he's never going to contradict what the Father through his word has already spoken, or what Jesus through through his word has has already spoken, guys. And so and so he says, He shall hear, that's what he's gonna speak. What I want you to notice is the Holy Spirit hears, and the Holy Spirit speaks. Well, it's what does that mean? The Holy Spirit hears from the Father. And he speaks to you. And so in other words, what this means is that the Holy Spirit is how the Father speaks to you directly. You see? And so guys, what you want to notice here again is like we were telling you last week, because sometimes language can be a little limiting when it comes to uh, the things of God. You know, because how many know, you know, we're not dealing with three different gods. Amen? Right? It's one God, remember? And so the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, they're one God. And so, one way you can look at it is that God is revealing himself in your life as the Father. He's revealing himself to you as the Son, as Jesus. And he's also revealing himself to you as the Holy Spirit. And it's through the person of the Holy Spirit that God the Father speaks to you directly. He says he will show you things to come. He says in verse 14, Jesus says, He shall glorify me And so Holy Spirit is always going to point you to Jesus, always going to glorify Jesus. For he shall receive of mine, and he shall show it unto you. Look at verse 13 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 13, Amplified, he says, But when he, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. I love this, guys. The whole truth, the full truth. Glory to God. How many of you are ready for the whole and the full truth? Amen. Praise God. And so he will not speak his own message in his own authority. Praise God. But what is he going to do? He will tell whatever he hears, here it is, from the Father, Holy Spirit hears from the Father, and he will give the message that has been given to him from the Father, he will announce and declare to you. He's going to give that message and He's going to announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. Now, what does that mean? A glory to God. You know, somebody says, well, Alex, He's going to tell me uh, stuff that's going to happen in the future. He's going to give me a vision about the future. Hold on. Not necessarily. That can happen. God can speak to you about future events. Uh, But really what he's saying here is he's going to remind you, glory to God, that your future is bright, you see. You see, he speaks to you, the message he hears from the Father. And I want you to know glory to God as a result of you being in Christ that the Father is well pleased with you, you see. You are his beloved. You are his son. The Bible said that Jesus presents us holy and blameless before the Father in love. Uh, Glory to God. And so Holy Spirit is going to remind you of this truth. And what he's going to do is he's going to remind you that there's some good things in your future. He's going to say, yeah, maybe you're Going through a ditch right now, but glory to God, I'm going to bring you out of that without the smell of smoke. Glory to God, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to give you a hope, plans to give you a future. And so, He's always going to speak to you from this place. Remember, He's going to, re- he's going to remind you of some things, you know, that, that the Word of God says. Look at verse 14. Jesus says, He will honor and glorify me because He will take, receive, draw upon what is mine. And he will reveal, declare, disclose, transmit these things to you. Glory to God, you see. And so Holy Spirit is always going to point to Jesus. And what he's talking about here is is the finished works. He's going to be reminding you of this truth, child of God. That everything in your life as a believer is going to be based on your trusting In the finished works of Jesus Christ. You see, the reason you are righteous is not because of anything you do. It's because of your position in Christ. And so listen to this now, guys. Holy Spirit will always point us away from ourselves. And he's going to point us to Jesus. To his finished work. And in so doing... He's not only going to speak to us from this perspective, but that's how transformation is going to take place in our lives. Glory to God. You see, you see, going back to the wisdom of the world, you know, it's kind of, you know, worldly wisdom says if you want to improve yourself, you gotta focus on yourself. You know, this is like you know, self-help, that kind of stuff. You know, you know, you gotta fix your self-image, you know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do these things just to kind of become a better person. Well, hold on, transformation in God's kingdom doesn't quite work that way because what the Holy Spirit is going to do, He's going to point you away from yourself. In other words, it's not about you looking at all the areas where you miss it. No, it's about you looking away from yourself to Jesus. Glory to God. When you behold Jesus in His Word, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is working on the inside of you. What is He doing? He's transforming you into the very image of the person that you are beholding. You see? You see? And so transformation takes place in the life of a believer by looking to Jesus. Holy Spirit is going to point you to Jesus. And it's almost like this paradoxical thing. But what it is, it's a spiritual principle, guys. That when you behold Jesus, what happens is his spirit on the inside of you is going to work. And he's going to, he's going to transform you more fully into his image. You see? You see? And the more that that happens, along the way, guys, what's going to happen is you're going to hear from him. He's going to guide you. He's going to direct you. You see? You see, and that's how transformation takes place in this life as a believer. Amen? It's always going to come back. It's always going to come back to Jesus. In fact, I want to end right there. I want us to end in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And I want us to look at these verses real quick. And um, and I think that's going to be it for tonight, guys. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Look at this, guys. This is awesome. And let's look at it in the Amplified Bible, just for time's sake. He says here, 2 Corinthians 3.17 Amplified. This is how transformation is going to take place, guys. He says, now the Lord is the Spirit. Now, watch this, guys. Remember... It's one God. They're not separate. And so the Lord Jesus, he's present in your life by means of his spirit. He says the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, emancipation from bondage, freedom, verse 18, and all of us with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God as in a mirror, I love this, guys. The glory of the Lord. And we are constantly being transfigured into his very own image. In ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit, guys. Praise God. You see, the Lord is uh, the Spirit. He's present with you right where you are right now. He's not far off. He's not a distant God. No. He's present right there where you are. He is in you. He is with you. And what He's doing is, glory to God, as you behold Him in His Word, He's going to be working on the inside of you, and He's transforming you more fully into His image. And the more that you're transformed into his image, well, what that means is you're tuning into the proper channel, so to speak, and so you're able to hear from him more clearly, and he's going to be guiding you and directing you. He's going to give you wisdom. He's going to give you direction. And most importantly, guys, what he's going to do is he's going to fellowship with you. He's going to reveal his love to you because he loves you so much, guys. He just wants you. He wants to fellowship with you, you see. And so how do you hear from God? you got to understand that he wants to speak to you he is speaking to you he's working in you you align your thinking and your believing with that truth and then what happens is holy spirit is going to take it from there you see holy spirit is going to do the work taking it from there you see you see everything everything in this christian life guys it's all about jesus and it's all about the holy spirit making the things of jesus real in our hearts